I know it sounds obvious that we uh, got by with the Cowboys at home against Atlanta, who rolled, but that was far from obvious because the Cowboys were only eight, eight and a half point favorites. They lost their kicker. They lost Tyron Smith. They lost Randy Gregory. The Falcons had just beat the Saints. The Cowboys just gotten blown out at home. And we took them over the Steelers, who were the same eight, eight point and a half uh, favorites against the Lions. And we took them over the Cardinals, who were 11 and a half point favorites. So Team of Destiny, man, that, is, that was a one in three chance. You know, that was not like, that was not a given at all. Yeah, no, I know. I love it, especially because now if we're lucky enough to get past this week, Thanksgiving is just, I, it's, it's got to be 100% considered a free roll for us because our pivot were, was going to be the Cardinals if we saved the, the Cowboys last week, 100%. It would be out. So it's a free roll, man. I mean, yeah, or the Steelers, good. or the Steelers. Yeah, one yeah, of those or two. the Steelers. Yeah, boy, that's crazy. The bad luck there with the Roethlisberger COVID after the lock on just that window, you know, the Saturday night window, you had been saying that that's going to happen. And yet they still nearly won, you know, five crazy overtime. Yeah, just wild stuff, man. I mean, just a ton of upsets, and it's down to 173 people. I mean, that's it's wild. I heard this quote on Twitter. Fewer people left in Circa than after red light, green light in uh, Squid yeah, Game. Right. I, and, yeah. and let me tell you something. You could say it's bad luck. Those guys took the Steelers, then Roethlisberger was scratched. But then you could also say they weren't the team of destiny. Yeah. It deserves got nothing to do with it. You know, Clint Eastwood with the gun, Bill Money. Boom. Deserves got nothing to do with it. See you later. You have the Steelers? See you later. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sympathetic. You know why? Because it's either your destiny or it's not your destiny. If it's not, there's nothing you can do. They put Oedipus in that thing down the river and they were like, you know, we don't want what's going to happen to him happen. And it happened. Destiny is destiny, man. Sorry. We didn't, you know? we didn't have to build much character either watching the Cowboys. Ah, no. It was such a perfect buy low, sell high there. I mean, man, that was just, it was a beautiful thing. Don't get me wrong. But It was it like was trading just, fiat for Bitcoin. It was easy money. Easy, but, but easy. But don't, don't get me wrong. I still sweated every other one, you know, rooting against uh, so much carnage. But um, I got to say, though, there's one person in particular that I'm worried about in our pool. You mocked him when I first brought this up. But that real man who used the Texans is still alive. You said he's dead money. One person's used the Texans. I, I, lo I just love that fact that one of the 70, 173 people alive has used the Texans. Oh, that's a dangerous are, man. Dangerous you know, that's man. What I'm saying. I know, totally. It might be. I think he's also that guy that I sent you who carjacked five people in that video that I sent you that two minute clip. Yeah, there's so uh, much it, respect. It might, yeah, it might be that same, same gentleman I mean, who, did, who did that. Dude, honestly, like, I'm going to have to get rid of you, dude. If, if that dude is both the dude who carjacked and the use, dude who used the Texans, I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. I got to get a new co-host. Yeah, you You'd be okay with that. Yeah, no, no, I would, would be. I would, be I would replace myself. I would just replace yeah, myself exactly. and say, dude, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty cool, man. This is awesome. It's pretty exciting. I love that Alan keeps throwing the hypothetical. Would you trade it for the $35,000? Hell the no. Ticket? You yeah, saw what yeah. I said. You saw what I said to that, right? Yeah. yeah. You're not getting... I said, hell no, three times. No, I did see. You're not getting soft. You're not getting soft on me, right? No, 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 not at all. I responded on Twitter at, at, the way. for everyone to see for old takes. I said, nah, it's, it's, it, you can't cheat the content, man. How can I cheat this podcast here? Yeah, and also, did Corbin win the Cy Young yet or what? Speaking of content, yeah, I was going to say, right now they're going to announce it, and I have a humongous uh, turn here. Okay, live, before we uh, see it, what is it? You got 60 to 1 on what, 1,000? Yeah, no, it's not. It's uh, No, it was actually, it's 40 to 1, 40 to 1. On what? On how much? 12 grand they maxed me at 300 on, on they maxed you at 300 those yeah, nutless I know. monkeys i know, I know. Oh, it's only 12 yeah. grand it's peanuts yeah oh yeah 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 but it's that or zero here i didn't hedge yeah. or anything on anything. yeah no no one heads that's dude that's not his fifth 1.63 hey don't make the case to me dude. you're trying to make the case to the silent voters back in october dude. Five nine. are you kidding me give me a break this was a historical season 
Come on. It's just we'll see. Right in front of the background. Are they announcing oh, it or not? Right after the break. Okay. Right. I know my wife's not in okay. the other room. Anyway. 12 grand, 12K. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I know it's, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. all right. So, dude, we, we're rolling. I think we both know what our pick is this week. It's like so obvious. It's not even, I, I feel a little worried that it's so obvious because that's where you, mm-hmm. you know, the real team of destiny the the par- it's the paranoid that survived it's the man who's looking around every corner the one that's cavalier like oh we got this that's when you get killed you know yeah, you, same, yeah, you don't you don't want to overlook anyone any week or any no. certainty in a game that's fall- if anything we should learn is to don't overlook any opponent as we've no. seen happen time and again to our opponents so um yeah no i think we are uh, i i was pretty settled by sunday night and i'm like man i hope this is a week that i don't disagree with list because this would be a fight because it does seem pretty obvious. We uh, and I feel unfortunately, unfortunately, there's no secret because I listen to XM and stuff. So I think we're both we're leaning Browns here because it's we a both no like- brainer. I made the Browns my best bet, dude. The Lions come off an overtime tie, which is sort of a win for them because they, I wish they had won. But yes, uh, I wish right. they had but won. It's yeah. still good for them, but it's overtime against the Steelers, the roughest team in the league, and now they got to go on the road a second week, and they face the Browns, who just got humiliated. And Nick Chubb might be back, but even if he's not, Ernest Johnson's fine. But that offensive line, and it's the Lions. And, like, you know, DeAndre Swift had 33 carries last week. He's going to be toast. He, a, he missed practice this week with a bang – I mean, today with a banged-up shoulder, yeah, too. He's, and he had 33 carries. And then, like, it's either Goff with a bad rib or some other scrub who's never really played before. And Cleveland's defense is good, and it's going to be in Cleveland – it's going to be 33 to three. I mean, this is going to be a, a smash. Like I want the Browns defense. I know I don't want to get cocky because again, we are the team of destiny. So if they win by a point, it's fine. I would take this. If even if we had the bucks who are bigger favorites, I wouldn't even consider them. over yeah. the Browns. Yeah, I agree. They're the team I feel the best about. And this week. Yeah. there's only 56% of the pool has the Browns left. So yeah. a lot of people are going to be on the Titans because they're available or, or some other team, but like there's 44% of people that can't even take the Browns. So the Browns will be used, but they won't be used as heavily as the Titans probably, or if they are, we know at least as many people are taking the Titans. So, and we need to save the Titans and Niners for that uh, Christmas week. So. And I love this, love the setup of them getting killed last week and the, the Lions getting a, you know, a, a tie and playing five quarters of physical game. But yeah, the, the Browns looking uh, deeper. They allowed the second fewest yards per play at home this year. I don't love how banged up Mayfield saying he's the most beat up. I, I want Keenum to play. I don't, yeah. I don't want this guy being a hero. This guy is annoying. He does it on the field where he makes like, he tries to scramble when he shouldn't, he fumbles, he throws picks where he shouldn't be forcing it. This guy is, is, is the enemy. Like you want Keenum in there caretaking for you. You do not want Mayfield in there. I mean, I'm still fine with Mayfield, but I actually, this is one time where I want the backup. But the good thing is, like, normally you're like, uh-oh, if, uh, if Tua doesn't play, what are we going to do? Or if Roethlisberger doesn't play, what are we going to do? But here I'm like, you know, that's good. It's not even a, it's not even a worry. But Donovan Peoples-Jones left practice today, and Anthony Schwartz is out of practice. So, you know, with no OBJ, they're, they're kind of thin there, and no Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. That's not ideal. Well, Chubb will play. I think too. Chubb will play. But I think Chubb is going to play, and, and whatever. Dearness Johnson's awesome. And their offensive yeah. line and deep looks pretty yeah. healthy, too. So um, I love the setup. And then I don't know that I love the weirdness of an unknown quarterback totally, but I saw someone tweet that Tim Boyle had 12 touchdowns and 26 intercepts, interceptions in college. So that doesn't seem great. David Blau, the other option, but Goff, yeah, dealing with an oblique. You said Swift banged up, and yeah, so I mean, yeah, the Browns did. And then we haven't even talked about the fact that in the office pools, it's like 56% of the people are on Tennessee, and 99% of them have them, 98.8%, 173 of the 170 
171 of the 173 have Tennessee available. And I don't love that setup, man. I mean, if no, no Julio, no Derek Henry, that's going to catch up to them eventually with Tyrod Taylor coming off a bye. And mm-hmm. how many games in a row can Tennessee win by double digits? I mean, I made the Texans my best bet. Maybe it'll be another blowout and the Texans are this the stone worst. But I do not even like the alternative. And I love that, that that's the supposed majority. So I like the setup, how it's all coming together. Yeah, not only are the unofficial support pools are they 50%, but as I said, there's only 56% of people even have the Browns available. So only even if 75% of those who have them use them, we're still going to have less than uh Oh, you're watching the Corbin Burns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you getting this? No, no, no. What's going on with the Burns thing? Oral Hershizer's announcing, which is horrible. He's a Dodger. Hershizer's announcing. So he's going to say, I know it's, it's going to be dog. Scherzer. I knew that was going to happen. It's going to be Bueller. It's going to be Bueller. No, it's not Bueller. It's Scherzer, Scherzer. Or, or Zach Wheeler or, or Burns. But anyway, he's still talking. Anyway, but um, I, I do like the uh, the setup here. And okay, all right. So 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 the Browns and uh, you haven't made him your best bet. Did you say that? I made him my best bet. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't want to, lo- you know, so I lost my best bet. I was 9 0. I nutlessly took the Raiders. Boy, and, uh, I didn't, yeah, I was wrong on that Sunday night game too. We should have. You know, it was just a guess. You know, it was like, oh, they're going to bounce. You know, it's like reading the thing, but you read it the wrong way. It's like, no, it was the Chiefs that were going to do it. Spit it out, dude. You guys are ruining our podcast. Fucking spit it out. Who cares? We don't give a shit. Just say who it is. Oh, it's so annoying. When are they going to say it? I don't know. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Yes. All right, dude. 12 grand. Yes. Yeah. 12 yes. grand. Nice. Dude, and Otani nice. tomorrow. Let's go. And Otani tomorrow. Nice. Dude, that's good money. Well, Otani's, I think, I mean, I don't see who, who's even competing with Otani at this yeah, point. I know. I know. Well, Vlad didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. He didn't make the playoffs. Oh, it was super close. 151 to 141. They had the same amount of first place votes, him and Zach Wheeler. Wow. 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 Oh, yes. Nice. I'll take it. Finally, not well, okay. a, uh, on the podcast. A, just won 12 not, grand. Yeah. This guy just won 12 grand. Up. Finally, yeah. the runner up. Hey, yeah, this he, is the year, dude. Team of Destiny. This is the those, whole thing. It's gonna, yeah, the those, whole thing's going this way. The, the, those sats aren't going to stack themselves. So let's, let's do this. Yeah, they're not going to uh, stack themselves. That's right. All right. So we're on the Browns. We're doing it. I mean, you know, you know, again, nothing's a lock. We're not going to Vegas and putting our life savings on the Browns. Although you should now. The Team of Destiny's on them. I mean, I'm surprised with the Team of Destiny that people aren't just whatever we pick going to Vegas with their life savings on the, on the favorite money line and just saying, there's nothing I, I can't lose. It's destiny, you know? Yeah, no, let's not get ahead of ourselves and get cocky. It's, it's, it's going to happen when we least expect we, it. To we get right. Oh yeah. It's the knife in the back, but yeah, you know what? Yeah. We're a team of destiny. I didn't want to hear talk like that. The other thing is, I mean, I feel like I've vetted this. Like I thought about it. Am I getting cocky? Am I just, you know, being lazy? Do I, want, I didn't want to look at it. I didn't want to commit to it because I, I just don't want to be cavalier about choosing something. Yeah. I want to feel good about it, but this is the one I feel good about. Yeah. And then next week we're on Bears for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, we're, and, and next week's going to be interesting because we have two picks, right? We have Thanksgiving and then the weekend. And the weekend is brutal. I, I looked at just a glance at it and there was like, there was nothing. So we got to get yeah, through like a small favorite yeah. with the Bears, like a small favorite. And then... We just love that the Lions like at least got a tie last week. He went to overtime. I know. Because- I was just gonna say, man, just how that worked. That half our pool were on the, the Steelers. Two hours later, Big Ben gets goes down with COVID. That it, it helps the Alliance team that we plan on using the next two weeks. Mike. Right. We Please. need them to get a little I, bit of. Yeah, like, we need, we're not I so embarrassed. Like we tied a good team. Yeah. You know, we're not so embarrassed, and right. you know, even and, though we're gonna be oh eleven and one or whatever, oh ten and one, like. 
Yeah, but we tied the Steelers. Like we're not that and, much of a joke. Like and, it's, and then throw in the extra five, the extra quarter in overtime to right. the physical game too. So and DeAndre I like Swift. That. And I kind of like that. Um, I kind of like that the Chiefs. I, uh, aside from you, sorry about your bet, but if you really want to get galaxy brained, I'm like, oh, I like the Chiefs coming off that win because I want Dallas to upset win this coming Thanksgiving. I want them. You know, but go Dal- ahead and tank Raiders too. That's fine. I mean, it kind of. But the, the negative. I don't is know. It's that- so damn good. <laughs> Well, no, the negative though also is that, I mean, this is good because we thought there'd be a lot more people left on Thanksgiving than there are because we didn't think this many would drop. We didn't think there'd be 173 when there was 686 last week. But a lot of the people that are going to make it to Thanksgiving, assuming we win this week, and we are going to win this week, but assume, you know, when we win this week, a lot of the people that make it with us are the 60 that took the Cowboys because only 173. So a third of them, more than a third, have to fade the Cowboys and they're going to take the Bears because they're probably not going to take the Bills because they've used them. They're not going to take the Saints against the Bills. So they're all going to take the Bears. So there's actually going to be probably almost as many people on the Bears as there are on the Cowboys. Yeah. And I know we're, un- we're probably unlikely to get there. Honestly, it's stupid to even say this, uh, old takes. But um, I just want to say that I know you keep saying the Niners Titans, but my Niners are so good on the road. I think it's okay that we also uh, saved have the Cardinals. For- for- yes. I well, do. they play yeah, the Colts. Yeah, they play the Colts, yeah. which is not great. I, who, who's the most, who's most likely to be one of the most quarterbacks most likely to be hurt from it. It's Wentz is one of the five you would name. So sure. Uh, I don't, so that's right. That would be a huge, that would be a huge thing, right? If Murray's healthy and Wentz is hurt. So obviously we want to keep that if we can, if we can, we're not going to, you know, we're going to, I don't trust Arizona though. So I don't really need to use them. Wow. That, but, dude, that's wild that the Cowboys won from 30, whatever by, and the, and the Cardinals got boat raised. They didn't destroyed. Just they got they destroyed. Got destroyed. I was worried about that. The more I thought about it too, that just that, uh, but man, that setup was just exactly like the Cowboys from the week before. We, we just got the Winning exact teams. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you something right. else good. A lot of people, remember that week we used the Ravens when we became the team of destiny. Oh, I remember well, it the, very well. Yeah. The obvious pick that week was Denver hosting the Jets and they won 35 to nothing, right? And they just sailed and we were tortured and almost died, which is why we're so strong now. Yeah. But we have Denver left and a lot of the teams don't because of that week. And I just have this weird feeling that Denver is going to play a key role for us Later on, when nobody has it, they'll be like a five point favorite. It'll be like week 16, and five point favorite will be great. Like, you'll just be like, oh, great, we have a five point favorite, thank God. Right. And nobody will have it. I don't know who it is against, you know, the Raiders or somebody, and Raiders will lose car or something. And we're going to be like, holy shit, we have Denver, and everyone else will be on the seven or eight point favorite, and that'll be when we win the whole thing. That's right. my prediction. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Dude, this isn't bad, man. The Survivors uh, having fun. My Niners season resurrected Monday night. I mean, can, yeah. you, believe, uh, can you believe that performance? And now Cur- Corbin Burns just went in Cy Young. So I like it. Look, 12G, dude. I'm glad. Yeah, you would have been that. tilting the whole rest of the podcast if you didn't yeah, win that. You'd yeah, be pissed. Yeah, I wouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, get second in all these. I always get second uh, place uh, in well, all hey, these. Maybe yeah. it's, this is your year, man. This is your time. Yeah, I mean, Otani and, and Burns were not bad futures. And uh, my, to me, my SF Giants blew it. But, uh, dude, I haven't even talked about the Warriors. You see the Warriors boat race the Nets last night? I didn't Clay see it. Thompson? I didn't see it. Blew out the Nets and Kevin Durant. They're chanting Curry's name in Brooklyn. Imagine Kevin Durant leaving that situation. But Kevin Durant. Court getting chanted Curry at his new home court. I mean, with Kyrie Irving. But Kevin Durant. And, and that dude, like, I winning mean, his two Nets. championships on, yeah. like, a, a dream yeah. team that already set the record. Yeah. Then going to another dream team, but losing and then like getting, you know, he's just, I don't know. I feel bad for the guy. Cause he's probably like a top 10 all time NBA player, but there's just something like that. Yeah. He's just never yeah. like just been the man completely anywhere. Yeah. So 
Totally, right. totally. Yeah. Makes up for my, uh, I got to say, my fancy football season's haven't been going great. A couple teams coming up from the dead, though, in, in, in the online championships, not ones we're in together. But I have some A.J. Dillon. Uh, I have a lot of A.J. Dillon. Dillon. Yeah, I have a ton. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. I've got a, uh, a primetime one, and I think it's in... Uh... Oh, my primetimes are so bad. Let me stop the bragging there. My, okay. my <laughs> silver, bullet, silver bullet and primetimes, they're like 10th, 11th place. I did like two or three of them. It's, it's ugly. It's, well, it's really you could bad, take though. solace in the fact that the, there's one that I'm in with you that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that I'm, I'm in dead last. That's my worst team of any. I'm having a great year. I'm like first in the stake league. You know, I guess I'm second overall in points in the stake league, first in my division. At, oh, um, by the way, isn't Allen killing our league and stake league? He kicked my ass in one of them. So he's, Oh, no, that's yeah, Vegas. That's Vegas. That, that sorry, one I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I'm not doing the stake league. Sorry. Oh, Vegas we don't care about the Vegas league. Ah, the props. Vegas just league is just... give him a little props. I'm pretty sure he's in no first. Props for no props yeah, for Allen. No props for Allen. Yeah, no, he, right. he's he's in first in the B Chris list. He's doing well yeah, in that. Yeah. I want to. I'll look at my. I'm looking at my, he was on my Swift prime too. time. He's like, he was yeah, he was on Swift. Swift. No, I'm second in the prime time. I'm seven and three, and I'm 15 points behind uh, Mike Santos is the leader, but 15 points. And I got Ramondre who had my bench, AJ Dillon who had my bench. But I got what about Jonathan when someone Tim called me out for getting Ramondre for 600 fab or whatever it was back in the day, mocked me. Who's laughing now two months, three months later or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what yeah. a beast he is. I didn't drop him though. He's still on that, uh, on that roster, but man, he looks good. So, yeah. So I got, I got two teams that are like, you know, one's in first in points and one's in second, barely out of it. I'm having a good football, fantasy football season. I am bummed about my best bet streak. I, I really, what I wrote about, and I feel like this is important point, And I, this is, I'll get into another argument later, but is that never lose because of the math, never lose in survivor or, you know, your best bet streak because you're like, Oh, I'm going to regress. This is unsustainable. That is just like coward. Think it's, it's stats, bro. Think it's just stupid with coin flips. You should think in terms of probabilities and stats with cards and decks. You should think that way because that's really all there is. But when you're talking about like figuring out or getting the feel of something, or I, I keep using this example on the XM show, like the odds of Tom Brady going over six. And let's say we said this six round pick, this dude out of Michigan, backup QB, I'll go over six and a half on Super Bowls. You would be like, I'll give you a, a million to one. I don't care. I'll give you a billion to one. What's the difference? Like it's, it's just, that's not a possible thing, but it happened. So you can't look at the odds. You just have to be like Brady and just focus, 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 practice, focus, do your thing. And now nobody really doesn't like Brady, but just approximate it to the extent that you can. Like keep focusing, feeling it, re revisiting your process. Not the not the uh, not the probability based process, which maybe you can get fifty five percent. Maybe you can make a tiny edge. These cash game player types. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something crazy, something that's not possible. You know, the season you had in baseball was sick. It's not really like if you looked at the odds, it would not very realistic. What happened? Otani times burns plus the base baseball leagues you won. And then you look at Phil Dussault, the robot, that shit's just not possible. What he did. It's not, it's not mathematically legitimate. It's like, you can't, you'd be like, you can't win 23 leagues or cash in 23 leagues. You can't be like first overall, you know, this is not, and he had different teams. It's not possible what he did, but he did. And so you can't look at the math. You never look at the math and say, you know what? Just it's not realistic. What ends up happening, it's just the same reason you and I like this. Like you will take a, a guy who's batting 200, who's a 310 hitter, 200 in May, and you'll be like, he'll bat 340 the rest of the way. And that people say, no, that's the gambler's fallacy. Like he's not going to do better than normal just to catch up. But he might because he has an expectation of being a certain place. And the guy who's batting 350, who's really a 290 hitter, he might do worse. You'd think he just regressed to 290 and then he'd end up at 315. But 
actually, he might end up at 290 because he just thinks 290 is where he belongs. I mean, did I really you, did, were you guilty it. of that? Is that what you did? Is that why you got your? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I hope I didn't. The idea of like I'll just make a sloppy one because you know whatever it's 50 50. You know that that thinking is death. Then you really are flipping coins, right? You have to wait until it comes to you. You have to believe that you have a skill because if you don't then you really are just at the mercy of probability. And if you're at the mercy of probability, you're never going to do anything great in life because the probability is always in the center of the bell curve. Restaurants, four out of five fail in the next five years. Aren't you glad that there's not naive probabilists uh, running your favorite restaurants? They didn't just say, um, eh, we can't really make it. It's never going to happen. You're like, thank God those dudes did that, like <laughs> that they defied the, uh, the odds. And I don't know. I, so that's just a big thing. Like, I just feel like I got so into that probability stuff. It's really that like midwit stuff. You know, those, uh, that meme with like the, the dumb guy who's like, does the right thing. Cause he's simple. The smart guy who does the right thing. Cause he's smart. And the guy in the middle, who's like thinking about everything and angry. You ever seen that, that yeah, meme, yeah, yeah, yeah. the midwit meme? Well, the probability one-on-one course is midwit shit. You know, like, okay, well, if you flip a coin, like, you know, come on, man, everybody, it's like, you can lure that over somebody who, who's like uneducated, I guess. But like, that's the midwit shit, right? But if you, if you think that that's the pinnacle, then you're just always going to be, you're going to just have a bell curve distribution of your, of your endeavors. You're going to have some things that are outliers temporarily, and then you're going to regress. You just can't be like that. You got to think Tom Brady, not the guy at the middle of that, that bell curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully that's not the reason. But either way, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. With you on that. Anyway, okay. but I'm I'm victim to it. I sometimes, oh, it's the probability. I gotta, you know. Anyway, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's do these games quick. Yeah, let's do it. Fewest innings ever by a Cy Young Award winner. Love hey, congrats, it. man! Twelve grand yeah. swell. Hey, hey, wait a second. That's a good time. And now a word from our sponsors. Okay. Hope you guys enjoyed that. All right. Let's go over these games real quick and we'll talk about some other stuff. Pats minus seven and Falcons. I took the Pats, but I don't really care about this one. It's a buy low, sell high. So I took the Falcons, but yeah, the Pats keep getting better and they look so, so good. And it wouldn't surprise me if they dominated this game too. And it's bad without Patterson and Ridley. I mean, that gets pretty thin. So right. And they'll take away Kyle Pitts. All right. Lions plus 10 and a half at Browns. As I said, it's my best bet. I print the score is 43 to six Browns. We explained it already, you know, yeah, what the setup I, is. I guess I made it obvious where I was leaning to when I, when I sent you staff picks, picking the Browns and my best bet, the Texans. So, um, but one thing I want to say, about, I heard when you've been texting me back with Cleveland, almost like you don't want to take them because it's not like we're going crazy enough, but not every week has to be a home run pot odds, you know, and, and this might even be against pot odds if everyone picks Tennessee, but you know, it doesn't, I don't know what you try. No, it'll be with pot this, odds. Yeah, it might be. Anyway, so what was the trepidation? Just because it's too obvious, maybe? Is that what I just, it was? yeah. What, you know, when I like Seattle, and I bet a lot of money, this most money I bet at the time in 2013 over Denver, the Peyton Manning Super Bowl, uh -huh. it was just so obvious to me that Denver, that Seattle was going to kill them. And then I started worrying because I was like, gotcha. whenever I'm this confident, this is not good. Like, I must be That's missing fair. something. And it was That's exactly, fair. it was the best Super Bowl I ever watched. I was laughing my ass off the whole time. But sometimes, you know, you think you're very confident and all of a sudden the Lions come up and start taking to the Browns. You're like, shit, they have no receivers. They got Case Keenum. It's bad weather. There was a defensive touchdown, a fumble. You're like, shit, we can't, the Browns can't come from behind. What was I thinking? I mean, it can happen. So you don't want to be cavalier, but I, I do think they're going to smash them. I can't imagine the Browns not being like, holy shit, we got to get really serious in the middle of a playoff. You know, they're five and five and they have to get back in the race. 
I can't imagine them taking the Lions lightly. That's that's in this situation. Niners minus six and a half at Jaguars. I took the Jaguars. I think Jaguars played good defense last two games. Niners are Jekyll and Hyde. I know they're better on the road, but the Niners like to run, and Jacksonville's good against the run. And we'll see. Jimmy G actually played well. I got to give him credit uh, against the Rams. He made a lot of good throws. But if he gets pressure, he he can't get out. So I took the points. I laid the points, but I'm not like in a fight to use it or yeah. something because the Jags are actually secretly really good against the run. Like they shut yeah. down Jonathan Taylor last week after the first quarter. And, totally um, shut him down. So in like a banged up Elijah Mitchell, they may have to rely more on Jimmy and coming off a big win on a Monday night and then traveling to play at 10 a.m. Um, but I still, I mean. I, Homer, you're Homer that shit. So, yeah. But no, Trevor Lawrence is bad. No, I no Trevor Lawrence, man, they're bad. And the Niners. Yeah, but San Francisco's um, uh, pass defense is bad. Right. Here's a fun. Here's a fun uh, exercise. So, what? Where do you think the Niners rank off in offensive DVOA on the season? Fourth, third, in between the um, Bucks, Bucks, Rams, and then Cowboys and Chiefs, sandwiched in the Niners, third offense DVOA. That's, I mean, that's, that's a little. Yeah. That little shows odd, you what DVOA so. is worth. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna right. say your favorite stat. That'll, 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 you'll like it even more after hearing that one. Helmed by uh, Jimmy G. All right, next. Colts plus seven at Bills. I love the Colts. I think these are like equal teams. I don't I don't see anything special about any of these AFC teams. They're all kind of the good teams are the good teams. Seven points. This is going to be a smash mouth game. Give me the Colts. Yeah, Bills are allowing the fewest yards per play at home, but I'm, I took them too. You want to use them? I could be. Yep. Let's use them. them. Let's, sure. Okay, cool. Let's use them. And I want to use the Browns. They're a little scary, you know, because we got two things with the Browns. Dolphins minus three at Jets. I like the Dolphins, man. They're just Jets suck. It's two is back. Dolphins are like the Patriots. They're getting better. They're getting their secondary back. They're like a real team all of a sudden. They're, they're going to climb back into the, fringe of the fringes of this race. So give me the Dolphins. Yeah, I think Rufus liked him as well. I mean, Joe Flacco's starting. I mean, the Jets are so bad defensively. They're like historic pace right now the last month. So we can use them too if you want to use Miami. I'd like to use them too, yep. Okay. All right, team plus three and a half at Panthers. I'm really warming up to the Panthers. I should have made them my best bet last week. Cam Newton, I don't know if he's good, but he's definitely better than Darnold and P.J. Walker. And Christian McCaffrey's back. He's not even on the injury report this week. The defense is good. The team lost Chase Young, and they don't have Montez Sweat. So I don't know, man. I, I like the uh, I like the Panthers. Yeah, I, I sent in a team to you, but I don't love it. And the Panthers could kill them defensively. It was just the Cam Newton factor. Both teams coming off big wins. Um, but as you said, the quarterback play has been so bad as is. It'll just be really, yeah, and they have CMC back. I could see Carolina. Okay, we'll, we'll put that on the side. We'll see. Ravens minus five and a half at Bears. I like the Bears. The Ravens aren't that good. They're bad. On, they're, they're bad defensively. They're on the road. I mean, it's a big, why are they laying these points? Like, you know, eight in Miami, five and a half in Chicago. This is just not, to me, this is not realistic. Yeah. Field just looked uh, good. Um, yeah. No, I like the points here as well. Okay. I'll consider them. Uh, Saints plus one and a half at Eagles. Who'd you take there? Um, I took the Saints there. It's, uh, I know it's not perfect, but Philly played a lot worse at home. And whereas the Saints have allowed the fewest yards per play on the road, but I just kind of like buying them after last week too. So me too. I like the Saints. I have the Saints, I have the Saints too. Texans plus 10 of Titans is your best bet. I took the uh, the Texans. I do. I agree with you that it's kind of a bad spot. It's an overlooked game. They've won all these games. They maybe shouldn't have won. They've gotten all the bounces. And now, you know, they got a team off a bye after a really rough schedule of tough teams. And now they're still playing yet again. And the Texans kind of get refreshed. I think it's a bad spot. I, would, I wouldn't have used it, but if you want to use it, we can use it. 
Yeah, we'll let's see. We'll mark it down. I wouldn't. I don't feel great about it. As even, yeah, my best bets haven't been that great. I've been a lot better overall, which I've dealt with every week. I'm like, I, I really like this slate. I think I'm going to go ten and six, but I don't love one standing out. So not very helpful in actual gambling terms. But um, I, uh, yeah, I am obviously we're going to be rooting interest in this, rooting for for Tyrod Taylor to pull up an upset here. Titans are seven and zero against last year's playoff teams. I mean, and they lost. Them. They lost to the Jets and the Cardinals. Weird. And they're going to lose the Texans. They're going to lose the Texans. Texans. Yeah, Vrabel's clearly like a good coach. If like 80 people go out this week on the on the Titans, we're less than 100. Yeah, now we're in the tug of war. You know, now we're going to the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. By the way, we can't go over these. I can't do the XM. I'm going to brunch for my. uh, uh, I know. I heard. I got. I got an email. Happy birthday to Carly. He turns 40 tomorrow. 12 grand. Now you can go to a fancy brunch. Yeah, I know. Now get a little splurge. Yeah, exactly. Little yeah. Extra champagne. Mimosas for her. Yeah, mimosas. Bottomless mimosas for Carly tomorrow, for sure. Exactly. Um, but All right. uh, where are we on the Texans? Yeah, whatever. I'll mark it down, but I, I wouldn't fight okay. for something. Packers minus two and a half at Vikings. I took the Packers. They were a unanimous pick and staff picks, but I don't. That was a coin flip for me. Yeah, that's a stay away for me. Yeah. Okay. I took Packers too, but stay away. Bengals minus one at Raiders. Same thing. I took the Raiders. I was on the Bengals and Jeff said, no, do this recency bias. Take the Raiders. So I said, all right, I'll blame Jeff, but I, I have no feel for that game. I took Bengals, but wrote stay away. So, okay. Nope. Cardinals minus two and a half at Seahawks. I was very disappointed in the Seahawks last week, but the Seahawks should be favored. I mean, we don't even know if Kyler Murray's playing and they're laying wood on the road in a tough place to play. That's just crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't even get that line. I might be missing something, but I love Seattle here. Yeah, I, mean, I guess the explanation is uh, Wilson's mallet finger is not going to be better. I mean, that was that why he played the worst game of his career. I mean, I, that's the only explanation I can think of. Right. But, that's yeah, the only. But, I mean, he should is, get better as yeah, he, you know, yeah. as he gets, you know. Anyway. Yeah. No, and that's a weird thing to price in. So no, I'm with you. See, Seahawks. Cowboys plus two and a half at Chiefs. I'm only taking the Cowboys because it's part of our plan. I was like, it, the Cowboys are going to win this game because it's part of our plan. Yeah. That's the only reason yeah. they're going to win this game. Yeah. So I took the Cowboys. I was like, we, our plan, we like, it's not just that our, we're destined to win. We've actually mapped out exactly what's going to happen throughout yeah. the NFL season the rest yeah. of the way, basically. Exactly. Uh, we galaxy, we galaxy brain the shit. We yeah. went deep. We, you, can't, you can't be a team of destiny unless you know everything. You have to know everything that's going on. Yeah, yeah. Having said that, though, we could probably find five better games, though, here. Because, no, no, yeah, I don't. I don't feel like Cowboys, but yeah, no, no. Okay. Steelers plus five and a half for Chargers. Uh, I took the Steelers five and a half. Just seems like a lot. Uh, the Chargers are erratic. Both teams played a competition. I guess it probably doesn't even matter who plays quarterback for Steelers, but yeah, I no. would take the points for sure. Yeah. And Giants plus 11 at bucks. Come on. It's too many points. They don't have Vita Vea, maybe they don't have Gronk, I, Antonio Brown. The Br- Brady's looked a little like lost. The Giants come to play. Barkley's probably back. I, I, I like the Giants. 11's a lot. I, I took the points, but I think we can come up with five better games because there could be Brady. They have really extreme home road splits. So right. maybe they get right at home. But okay. I hear you. I, I took the points. I took the points. But I think, right. well, so we're going, I mean, it's pretty easy. So we're going Browns. We're going Colts. We're going Dolphins. Mm-hmm. We're probably going Texans. And then Seahawks. That's probably it, right? Um, yeah. And then you also. The only, the only thing I don't like about the Texans, but maybe with Tyrod, it's not the case, is I hate taking terrible teams like the Jets last week, right? Yeah. Like that, that was the right value. I thought it was a good value. Yeah. It but it's the sorry, Jets. Yeah. No, no, but it, yeah, I mean, I, I made bad totally. picks too last week. But the, but the point is, whenever I, you know, was like, oh, the spot and this and that, it doesn't work when you're using ugly teams. That was one thing I learned the hard way, fading the public. I'll, oh, I'm fading the public. I'll take the Jets. I was always on the Jets and I was always on the Bengals and I was always on the, the shit team that was like one in seven. And the thing is, those teams don't cover either. They just don't because they're not good enough 
to earn the value that they're, they're getting. Like it doesn't, you know, it's like they get the bad balances. So like, well, you know, Rufus will pull all the, the noise out and be like, this team's worth negative eight, you know, because a lot of this is bad balances. They're not negative 10 or 12. But like they get a bad bounce yet again. The field goal kicker misses yet again. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. a shitty organization. Like they don't do things right. So no, I hear you. There's, there's a chance that Tyrod Taylor, who looked really good the first six uh, quarters, and now he's you know coming off the bye, maybe he's more healthy, but they could also get boat race big time. Yeah, I hear yeah. you. But I would do it. I mean, so we're looking for a fifth. It might be the Texans. And you like, you like Car- Carolina and Chicago, I wrote down too. So I'll oh, yeah. wait to the, uh, yeah, to that's the Lions. True. I would use those, and I would yeah. use Dallas or Pittsburgh also. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, so, okay. that's I, I really like the slate. I'll probably do terrible, but right. I really feel like like most of the games, I'm like, oh yeah, I know exactly who I want. I, I agree with um, every single one we're talking about. So, so yeah, you know, okay. what it's worth. But yeah, so we'll, I'll write those down and we'll go over the, the actual super contest lines. Okay, cool. Perfect. So a couple other things. So I've gotten into a couple of Twitter arguments with people, nothing too bad, but I got an argument with this one guy and I, I quoted something where the, where there was a, a guy was citing some news article where it said something like, there's these new treatments for COVID, but could they interfere? But if effective, could they you know, interfere with vaccine uptake? And this guy writes like, this is horrible. Like they don't want to give out effective treatments because it could deter people from the vaccine. And then I quoted that and I said, yeah, well, what's happened is often people substitute I probably talked about this on, on this podcast before, but people substitute a means for an end. So people be like, and, and just a simple example, like I want to make a lot of money so I, I can have free time and be happy and spend time with my family. And they substitute money for the thing they actually want when they get the money. And then they're so into money that their whole life, they just want more money and they forget why they were getting the money. We, we substitute the means for the goal. And then in our mind, the, the money is the goal, right? That ha- that's common, right? That happens all the time. Uh, oh, I need to lower my cholesterol. I, what I want is heart health. It's not, I don't give a shit what my cholesterol is. It's my healthy heart. But I'm told I need to lower my cholesterol. So now we take these statins and these pills to lower our cholesterol. We care about our cholesterol. But okay, there's a lot of studies that say that has nothing to do with heart health. But now we're like chasing the, the, the means, not the end. The end is heart health. Nobody gives a shit about lab tests. It's, it's I want to be healthy. It's not about how much cholesterol I have. So all the time we screw up and we, we find a means we're like, oh, if we focus on that, we'll get the end. But then the means becomes the end. And my argument is that's exactly what's happened due to propaganda and also just due to the human tendency to do this, that we've substituted public health. That's the goal, public health, minimal death, minimize deaths, keep people healthy. And we've substituted vaccinate everybody for that. So now we know the vax doesn't appreciably stop the spread. It doesn't prevent the spread. And to the extent that some people say it stops it, it's negligible. There's no correlation between vaccination rates and case numbers. It's like all over the world where there's a high rate, there's high cases. If it was stopping the spread, then we would see, you know, everywhere that there was high vaccination, there'd be lower cases. That's just simply not the case. So there's no correlation. So it doesn't stop the spread, but we're like, but we've got to get everyone vaccinated. We need to mandate this. Why? Because that's the goal to get everyone vaccinated. No, that's not the goal. That's the means to the real goal, which is public health. And now that this doesn't stop the spread, it's no longer a good means to the goal. It may be a means if, if people think it prevents uh, severe outcomes for people to want to take, but mandating doesn't do anything because you're not saving anyone else. Okay, so, so all of a sudden, so I got into this argument with this guy, talking about that tweet where he was like, you know, I'm like, dude, they're, they're only withholding treatments because they've substituted public health for the vaccine. They're like, uh-oh, this treatment that might solve the problem, oh no, that might reduce vaccine update. 
uptake. I'm like, who cares? That's not the goal. The goal is health. And this guy's like, oh, you're just thinking of personal health, like with the treatments. You're not thinking of, you know, health for everybody. I'm like, no, I'm thinking one thing as uh, contributes to health in one way. The other one contributes the other way. Who cares which one they choose? Presumably people choose the one that's more effective. And he's like, no, you're thinking of personal health. I know exactly what you're saying. And I'm saying public health. And I'm saying no. And I explained this whole concept I just explained about the bait and switch. And he's like, no, you're thinking of per I'm like, dude, you've been bait and switched to the point where you just equate the vaccine with public health. So no matter what I say, you're like, no, you're against public health because you just think vaccine equals public health, which it doesn't. Vaccine is a means to the public health. And if it's not stopping the spread, then it might not be better than another treatment that's actually, you know, that other people would find effective. Now, we don't know how effective it is. So it was just a hypothetical. Anyway, this is the same exact argument I got in about Saquon versus Sam Darnold. It was just a different topic. They were like, it's a bad pick because process, because they substituted process for the goal, results. So in their mind, process is the goal. Now, if it's good process, it's a good choice. No matter what happens, no matter what Darnold's done, and no matter if Barkley becomes an MVP next year or whatever, it doesn't matter because of process, because they it's the exact same problem. And this is this bait and switch tendency, it's a uh, pathology. Like people, they want a goal, they see a means to it, and then they forget which the means is and which the goal is. And as I said, with the money and the happiness thing, that's like something that just happens. But it's also something that can be exploited and propagandized. I think that the propaganda of the vaccine is the goal and everyone's like, it is the goal. And now we still have Austria locking down the unvaccinated, even though it makes no sense from a public health standpoint, but it does make sense if the goal is vaccination, right? It does make sense if you, well, still totally wrong, but it would at least make sense from a, you know, if like just from, if the only thing that mattered was that, because they've, they've all bait and switched. And I don't know if you can unswitch it, like unswitch people and be like, dude, we just want people to be healthy. And we also care about liberties and other things in life besides just public health and safety. I mean, there's other considerations, which is why the mandates are wrong anyway, but just even in, so anyway, I, it's the same argument I got to do with two different subjects. And I realize I'm dealing with people who have literally just zombified themselves with a, with a concept. And that's why I kept saying, you're begging the question. You're, you're assuming the process is the result. Anyway, I'm rambling a bit, but. Did I make it up also? Did you not uh, tweet just before that? Or maybe this started it? Because I, I know what you're talking about, but I have not. Uh, I, I, will, I will dig into this uh, thread. But, um, but did you not say something like, the, the, no, no one argues with me anymore. And then did this happen five minutes later? Well, they didn't argue with me. This, this is really weird. So, so it's getting weirder and weirder. So nobody argues with me anymore. Like I just tweet stuff. And, and everyone, I used to get in all these arguments and nobody says anything. And so people started arguing. But they didn't argue about what I was saying. The most they argued, these guys were arguing things like, you're lying. You said it doesn't prevent spread. But what you should have said is, it doesn't prevent spread, but it might mitigate spread slightly. Although, even though, case again, case numbers and vaccine rates are not correlated. So to the extent that it might mitigate it slightly, it's not really having an effect, an important effect. They want that, they're like nitpicking this like tiny detail, but they're not disagreeing with the premise, which is that basically... It does not prevent spread and this endemic and it's everyone's catching it even if they're vaccinated, which is just a fact. They're not even disputing that. But yet it was weird because they were so amped up to jump into my feet and, and, and criticize me on this teeny little nitpick. And it's like, why? Because they don't care about that nitpick. And it's not that. It's just that it doesn't matter what the facts are. It doesn't matter how absurd it is. They're just like, this is the right thing. And they couldn't. 
a lot of these people are smart, so they couldn't argue against the facts. They're not, some people just deny the facts, but these guys were actually, they would concede the facts. I'll give them some credit, but they just were like holding on to this tiny little irrelevant thing because it was a way to, I don't know, like disagree with uh, somebody who's giving you cognitive dissonance, but it, it was so absurd. So it's getting weirder and weirder. Either no one's arguing with you on the substance anymore. Nobody's like, this tweet is killing people. They're not doing that anymore. And when I finally got it and sort of, you know, people came out of the woodwork, it was on this like teeny nitpick. I don't know if you see it. It's like so ridiculous what they're actually like pointing out. It's like so semantic, basically. I will check it out. I, I, I do know what you're talking about, but I, I just have not got, I will, I, will, I, will, I will give the thread a read and you should go on his podcast. I've said it to you before. I mean, I'll say one thing. You're talking about Davis now, right? I would love I, to hear you go on his, on his take cast and, and, and go at it. I, yeah. I would. Yeah. I mean, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not doing this for sport. Okay. So I, 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 don't, know, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of, there's no real point. I mean, I, like, and, and they're like, oh, your, your brand is, if your brand is truth telling, why are you lying? You know, whatever. My brand isn't shit. You know, my brand is real man wood. And that's a joke. It's not a serious brand. That's a joke. Okay? It's, it's a comedy thing, but my brand is no brand. I'm fucking aghast that regular people are like, oh yeah, we should inject that person. My neighbor who's minding his own business against his will with something that's not even preventing the spread. And yeah, that's the right thing to do. At least fire him from his job. How the fuck can anybody be thinking this? And that's what motivates me because it scares the shit out of me. You know, it's not like me. You know, I'm, I'm in Portugal. I work, you know, it will be me eventually. It'll be you eventually. It'll be all of us. None of this shit stops at the, oh, well, you got two shots. You're safe. They're not going to come for you. I work remote. I'm not like a person that they're going to say, oh, well, you, well, you, you can't, you're, you're a risk to everybody in your office. Like those are the people who are getting fired now, right? Those are the people now. It's not about that. It's just about, it's terrifying that people are, are, have bought this bait and switch and they're living, they're willing to live in a society where they can tell you to inject something or they can tell you, you know, you need to show a paper to get to a restaurant and what else do you have to show? And, and, and what else is it going to be? Did you tweet something wrong? Do you have to like delete that so you can get into the restaurant? There's a social credit score in China. This is powerful. People know what works and what doesn't work and, and what they want. I mean, this is not some joke. This is, this is a serious matter. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm sparring with these guys on Twitter. Like, oh, look at me. Here's my brand. Let me go on this podcast and, and show him and he'll show me. And we'll have this, you know, we'll see who owns who. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, that's stupid. You know, it, it's stupid. No, it's just yeah. like. No, you're I, making I, actual sacrifices, what you're doing. I'm not really um, even making right, a sacrifice. I mean, right I'm or not, wrong. But I mean, you are, man. You're taking, you lose Twitter followers and you're taking a, a, right, a, a hit. Big time. A hit. I get a lot of fucking yeah. negative yeah. asshole, like bullshit people scolding me and whatever okay that's not a huge hit really i mean it's it's annoying most people don't even want to deal deal with that most people won't even oh you're the bad guy this guy i was fucking talking today was like this good faith discussion and he's like you know because you have a reputation as a conspiracy theorist and i'm like fuck you you know like that, that shit's like if you have something that you think i've said that's untrue or not very grounded in reality go ahead and, and point that out to me and, and i'll well, i can we can have a discussion about it don't don't inst don't use vague innuendo to like try to smear me with somebody else's opinion that's you know that doesn't like me that's just i, I hate that when you get in a discussion with somebody who you think is a human being and you're having like a a back and forth it's like you know he's questioning you he's giving you shit but he's giving you it intelligently and you're like yeah i'll back this up and then they just like turn with like a a cheap shot and you're like ah oh, man so disappointing so fucking disappointing. It's like, that's just, that's just not. And another guy was like some, cause a lot of my followers now like will jump on some of these guys and be like, you're a sheep, you're this. And the guy's like, you know, I don't appreciate being called a sheep and, and this. And I don't think that's advancing conversation. And I'm like, dude, I agree with that hundred percent. Nobody should call people sheep or anything like that. 
But you know what's fucking thousand times worse than being called a sheep? Being forced to fucking inject something or lose your livelihood because you won't inject something. So these people who want civility, which I agree with, but they're willing to fucking completely override your rights and, and inject chemicals in your body that you don't want. And they think that's perfectly legitimate to advocate for that. But somebody's like says something nasty to them or insulting on Twitter. And they're like, oh, that's just rude. That's uncivil. You know, it's, you know, it's, I read this thing about, you know, Hannah Arendt, the, the uh, banality of evil. She wrote that book. And she was like, when she talked to like the, some of the biggest Nazi monsters, like Eichmann, she thought he was going to be this like sociopathic dude, but he was just this normal, boring dude who was just doing what he was told. So the idea that like, oh no, like people, you know, people watch cartoons or, or you know, kids shows or movies and, and they're like, the evil guy's like, I am now going to do this evil because I love doing evil to people. That's not how it is. It's not how it is. It's a guy who's doing the greater good because he knows what's best for you or a guy who's just doing his job because that's the rule. I'm sorry, that's policy. That's how evil happens. It's not Mr. Sinister. That's not evil. That, you know, there's maybe one or two of those people, but the dangerous people are just the everyday parts of the machine that just do it. And they're just ordinary, boring people who are fearful and compliant. Nice. Well said, man. I hear you. I don't, I don't know what to add to that. That was a good one. And we can just move on from that, but All right. <laughs> I, I'm fucking pissed and I'm going on the offense, man. You know, I've been on I the know, defense. I've that. been on the yeah. defense. Like, Oh, you know, just leave me alone, man. You know, it's cool. You, uh, you do what you want. I'll do what I want. Let's how about you just leave me alone and we're good. You know, but now I'm going to be like, dude, if you're advocating for fucking mandates, like forcing people to do shit against their will for something that doesn't even stop the spread. You know what? Like you're abetting evil. I mean, you're on the side of evil. And like the internet's forever. It's forever. Like when you tweet that and you encourage people for that and you, you, or you're tacitly saying that's okay that, you know, that we can force this poor schmo down the street to be injected with something he just doesn't want. Maybe he already had COVID and he's got antibodies. Like you're just violently making this guy or pressuring him or, or basically casting him out of society. And we know where that leads and fomenting hate against this guy. And you think that's okay. Like I'm going on the offense. Like I don't think that's okay. Like I'm not okay with you. And I'm warning those people the internet is forever. Like people, you know, it's like there was a civil rights movement. There are people that if there was Twitter, there's people that would have been on the wrong side of that shit. And they'd be pretty fucking embarrassed for the shit they would have tweeted out back then in 1955, 1960. The things that, you know, a large group of people who were complying with what the majority wanted or the authorities wanted, they would have tweeted some horrible things that they would be aghast to go back and read. Um, and I think it's going to be very similar. The things you're saying and the things you're advocating for, these are permanent. You know, you, you and, and I'm warning people, don't do it. Delete those tweets. Don't do it. Don't be part of it. Don't comply. You know, I would say to my, I said to my friend, I said, dude, if there's a restaurant where you have to show your papers, don't go. You know, if they're not letting in a certain kind of person, then you shouldn't go either. And when, the, and when everyone stops doing it, they're just going to say, look, we can't have these rules anymore. They're not working. But if you comply... Well, pretty soon, not only, okay, great. So the unvaccinated, they're not going to get to the restaurant. You are. But now you didn't take the booster. So you can't go and you better take that shit. You didn't take the fourth booster. Oh, you didn't take the fourth booster. And you tweeted something that was kind of not really saying something right about Pfizer, you know, and it really wasn't cool what you were saying about the legacy media because legacy media is part of, you know, they're, they work hard and they're trying to get us good information, unlike the disinformation on these podcasts. And you said something about them and that's contributing to disinformation. Did you contribute to disinformation? All right, just take a pause. You know, this is the social credit score. This is the, you know, Black Mirror had this whole thing. Remember that, um, 
what's his name's daughter who's in it um you know that black mirror where she's got the chosen credit score and she's going yeah, to the wedding Howard, bryce, bryce dallas howard. bryce dallas howard and she goes to the wedding and then finally just snaps and it's like fuck it and she just like loses all of her social credit score you know i forgot i was going to say something now that you threw me off with that oh, um, sorry yeah anyway yeah i forgot Sorry, continue man. With whatever you're doing. You won twelve continue. grand. You're, you're you're fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Burns. Yeah, the totalitarian but, uh, state is fine. You know, I mean, you, you got twelve grand. You yeah, can at least yeah. bribe. You could bribe some of the uh, some of the security forces if necessary with that twelve. Uh, oh, I think I remember. I remember what I was gonna say. Uh, con- I think I just saw that Congress uh, among Congress members, um, like the third most popular stock is is Pfizer. Oh, of course. No. Oh, oh, you mean because they knew they were you know, going to green light all this shit? I don't shit. know. I have no idea, but it's just whatever. It's just a weird stat. I mean, yeah. Congress is all buying the stock of this. I mean, it just doesn't feel right. I don't know. I mean, it just, I don't know. Just, what's what's really weird is like leftists. A lot of people on the left, I don't mean like liberals. I mean like leftists, like people who, they're like pro-mandates. And you're like, dude, first of all, aren't isn't it like, fuck you, don't do, you know, I won't do what you tell me. What was that? Now, you know. Fuck you! I won't Rage. do what they tell me. And Rage. now, and this is a Zuby tweet. He said, "He said, you know, liberals used to be like, fuck you! I won't do what you tell me.' And now they're like, fuck you! Do what they tell you.' I and and definitely doing that. Yeah, you know. he's doing that right. And and it's like, but but also, these are the most profiteering off of a pandemic people in the world. Like this is supposed to be. This is like the most capitalistic thing of all time. It's not just you know, okay, we're starting a business. It's Apple computer or something. This is like, I mean, Apple exploited kids in factories or whatever." This is like, not only are you making tens of billions during a pandemic and, you know, it's enriching all the people that own stocks and S&P shares and all this stuff. So it's a huge transfer, but people are forced to get it and the government and you're forced to pay for it through your government money, like through the taxes, you're forced to enrich them. I mean, to me, but I guess it is communism in a way because that's what it is. Like the state owns it and just sort of distributes it. So I guess they could be for it, but I mean, there's, it's, it's not going to everybody. It's, it's going to the to you know, a select few who own who own the uh, the shares and who are making tens of billions off of this. So I, I don't know. It's just a very weird programming that's taken hold where people just they're not they're not questioning the same people who questioned authority a little while ago were just in lockstep, and uh, it's kind of scary. Um, n- nice rant. Got anything else? You got any thoughts on inflation? <laughs> Oh, you see that New York Times columnist who had to like lock her Twitter account or whatever? She said oh, no, something no, like, no, what happened? She said something oh, like, oh, so inflation's supposed to be, oh, inflation's good. That's the new, if there's no inflation. Yeah. Okay, it's, well, yeah. it's not that much. It's temporary. It's transitory. Now it's good. Okay, it's here, but it's good. And she said, no, rich people are just complaining about this inflation because they hate it. You know, they're mad that like workers are going to get paid more or something like that. And everybody just like destroyed her. They're like, that's so not how it works. It's the assets, you know, everybody knows with inflation, it's everyone who has assets that gets rich and everyone who makes a wage is, is just wiped out. And but I mean, imagine being like the, one of the economic columnists in the New York Times, just not knowing, just it's so basic. It's so obvious. Have you not, I mean, who is in charge? Who is running things? Yeah. What, what is uh, going on? Prob- yeah, probably the same people writing the headlines that Satoshi's on trial right now. Those are the same headlines. That are, <laughs> there are people really seriously think Craig Wright is Satoshi? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the headlines. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, yeah, the, so stupid. I mean, Satoshi's going to be revealed in this trial is what a lot of... Like, big, I, I don't even read that stuff. Yeah. So stupid. It just, it's yeah. so crazy. Tomorrow I'm going on, uh, you know, our guy Emmett Peppers, the Tesla bull. Oh yeah. Guy. Oh, nice. You're going on a We're going on his podcast. Oh, tomorrow. nice. Yeah. Awesome. I'll check yeah. that out for sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's like, you know, it's an investing podcast. It's not like I'm some successful yeah. investor. I mean, yeah. I have a couple yeah. investments. I've, I've made some stupid ones, but, uh, 
Oh, all yeah, the, all the better if you if you look bad. Like, even better for me to watch it. Yeah. No, he's yeah. like a nice guy. I don't think he's gonna no, try to make me look bad. I've seen but... him on some podcasts. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, him. yeah no, that's cool. Awesome. But uh, nice. I'll just be a, a conversation. Okay. Anyway, he listens to this yeah. podcast, so cool. Yeah, um, nice man, good stuff. Um, cool. You got anything uh, else? Um, no. Uh, remember, I told you my buddy, uh, my buddy, um, my my buddy from high school, who his dad speaking. I know he's a big Tesla guy. You know, he was the CEO before. The real inventor. Yeah. Yeah. That dude's wife's uh, freaking company was just valued at $1.1 billion daily harvest. You're the, freaking crazy. The Tesla guy's wife or your friend's yeah, wife? My friend's wife. She, she oh. started started the daily harvest and it was just this valued at $1.1 billion. So yeah. we need to win a few more uh, survivor pools to catch up with my uh, my buddy. From well, you just won 12 grand, dude. Just put, you know. Yeah. Put it in yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah I'm money. almost there. Yeah, I'm almost there. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. But um, anyway, uh, you got anything else uh, this this week? That was a lot of a uh, pretty good, pretty good rants on. on I had some game. stuff. I don't remember. I don't even remember. There's oh, dude. So we went to uh, you know the mountains in Portugal like a month ago, and uh, and there's this amazing. We didn't. I didn't get to go there. I guess we didn't go there. But there's this like they make this wool. It's called Burrell. It's kind of wool. There's these sheep there, and we go to the factory, and it's so cool. You see all these looms, and they're spinning all these patterns. We bought a couple of blankets there, and they're like really nice. My wallet is that. Oh, where's my wallet? I can show you my. This is the material. It's like, it's nice. like this. Okay. It's like this, like wool. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so we went to those a fancy hotel, and they had these slippers there, and so I took them. I, I, I you know, I, I think you're allowed to take them. I don't know if they didn't charge us. They're just these Burrell slippers. They're wool, and they were at slippers. Really, I once got these like smoking, you know, like a smoking bathrobe and slippers, like when I was like in my twenties, but it was absurd. And so I never, really, I never, I never really wore slippers in my life. Real man doesn't wear slippers, but I got these wool slippers in my house. Uh, I think you have that backward. Real man wears slippers. I think. Actually. Real man wears slippers. Okay. <laughs> so, so, um, well, Leon was wearing them in the curb with his uh, Versace <laughs> robe, right? That was that was real man. But uh, I just saw one of those. But anyway, so you know, my house in Portugal is no central heat. Is you know, Portugal is pretty uh, mild climate and um, okay. Lisbon, but it's cold. You know, it's like it gets down to 40 something at night. And you know, if it's 40 something and you have no heat, it's cold. We have these space heaters, but I don't like to use them that much. Dude, these slippers are like, it was my feet where I'd lose all the heat. I was always cold because of my, because of my bare feet. And now even with socks, they'd be cold, but these wool slippers, I feel like it's like this, these are worth so much. Like I got them for free, but I, if I had paid a hundred bucks for them, it would have been worth it because it's just changed my whole, I'm not cold in my house. I feel great in the winter. I don't even have to like turn on the heater. It's amazing. So I have, anyway. I have hardwood floors and I go barefoot working from home and I have plantar fasciitis. It's like the worst thing ever for your feet. I need slippers with proper barrels. And yeah. Okay. These right, are nice, yeah. but you can't get these because yeah. these are only in this little small town in Portugal, but it's, uh, Oh, they're too, you know, sounds, yeah, that's too elite. What about Portugal? Like elite, making just... news, making news. I'm kidding. Making news about, uh, like you can't, a boss cannot contact an employer outside of hours or something. Have you heard about this? It made totally no, but it doesn't surprise me yeah. because nothing gets yeah. done here. You know, you're like, dude, you're yeah. like, you're like, you wait in line for coffee and there's like 10 people in line and the, and the first guy's chit-chatting with the barista making the coffee and you're like, God, yeah. come on, just get this that going. So Maybe I have yeah. four other, they don't care. I mean, it's great. And it sucks. I mean, it's great. Cause like everyone's right. laid back, but it sucks because like nobody cares about money and without caring about money, um, nothing gets done, but actually yeah. in a way it's good to be here. Maybe we don't know in this sort of distorted inflationary hell where people who care about money and incentives are just getting totally like incentivized to do the wrong thing or, or not to try or everything where these guys are like, eh, what does it matter to me? You know, they just value their, their leisure a lot. So yeah, I, I believe 
I believe that. I don't know. I don't really, I barely watch the news, but yeah, um, sure. Yeah. Why would you, but yeah, no, that, that did make news Portugal, I guess. Yeah. Not, not bosses can't, can't contact employees outside of business hours, even through text or anything. Nice. It's a good, I mean, it's a good rule, right? I mean, we, it's this, this, but nothing gets done here. So it's like ridiculous. So. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, man. Good stuff. Uh, you got anything right, else? Uh, no, that's it, man. Let's do it, dude. Yeah, man. Exciting. Uh, survivors definitely. Oh, the top I, I got one list. more thing. I got one okay. more thing. All right, all right, you see. saw Elon Musk's tweet to um, Ron Wyden that I sent you. And he did another tweet to Bernie Sanders. The Bernie, you know, they were oh, like, you know, billionaires complaining about taxes. And he was like, oh, I didn't realize you're still alive. And the wonder why didn't you should look at it. It's so disrespectful. It's like so disrespectful, right? I mean, they're both so disrespectful, these tweets to these senators. And on the one hand, you're like, Elon Musk is a tool. What the hell is he doing, right? Like this douche thing to do. But on the other, I understand. And again, I don't want to take a position on whether Elon Musk is for real or not. I have some Tesla stock, full disclosure, but I don't really know. I just have it because what if he is for real and I better have some of this. But he's basically telling these senators, like, you're not shit. You don't really represent people. You're complaining about billionaires, but you don't build anything. You're just, you're just there. You're sort of like an impediment to, to just society doing well. It's just, why are you afforded respect? Why, do I ref- why would anyone afford people like you respect? And I, uh, as far as senators go, I like Bernie. I mean, I, I think Bernie's a little bit lost and he totally caved when he should have fought, but whatever. I mean, as far as senators go, which is incredibly low bar for me, I like Bernie, okay. But it's true, man. These people aren't doing shit. So they deserve scorn. He's like basically saying, and I mean, he's saying, I mean, to me, the message is you deserve scorn. You deserve, you don't deserve respect. You need to earn respect. And I feel like that for the whole ruling class, like you deserve scorn, you know, the, what you've done. And I don't know. I was sort of like, that's what that message was. That's what those tweets were. And he said, you want me to sell more stock, Bernie, to say the word. Yeah. And he exposed the UN too. tried to call him out on like hunger issues too. So yeah, no, it's kind of, it's certainly entertaining what he's doing, making a yeah. mockery of things. Absolutely. And but, he took, but I, you know, I mean, he did a poll, should I sell stock? And then he, right. you know, he did. I mean, I mean, he's got his game that he's playing, but the, just the point is like, I hear you. Yes. I got you with, with these, yeah. with these, he's like, he's like, these I'm, utter lack the utter yeah. lack of respect in the, in the response you don't to them. He's yeah, saying yeah. you don't deserve respect. Don't talk to me. Like you, you have some, claim on what I'm doing. You don't deserve respect. It's hard to argue with it. Yeah, no, he's definitely an interesting guy. Doesn't he live like in like a small house and stuff too? Like must, yeah. like his means. Are Again, like, like I don't, I don't want to debate like the personal cause I don't really no. know. And, and oh, he might have five yachts for all I know. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he does, but I don't, you know, it's just, I don't want to vouch for him or not. I'm just, it just was so clear the message. And, and I think it's like a message that like we all need to kind of send. You got to earn your respect if you're a politician or a leader, you don't deserve respect. You're not doing a good job. You're not helping people, you know, so. Well, I like also he does very, very unserious joking tweets. And he had a really serious tweet about inflation that was, uh, I don't know, it was major, it was interesting. And it was, he, he knows what he's talking about too. But yeah, he can very, he can be very one, uh, very one way and then the other too. Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I don't even, I don't know what his game is. Yeah. It's hard to read him. And, and I know like, I'll be on Emmett's podcast tomorrow and he knows a lot more than me. But yeah, yeah I know for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. He pays a lot more attention. Anyway. Yeah. All right, man. All right, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Survivors, uh, yeah, man. Sunday. Dude, next week, Team like, of Destiny. Yeah. Team of Destiny. Do not waver. Yeah. We come back next week. We talk about Thanksgiving. We talk about you know the the, the weekend game, which is going to be a tough, but something will happen. Something will break our way, and that's it. Congrats on Corbin Burns, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. So now, now that Chloe no longer does races, the only time my whoop picks up an activity device is during the Survivor Sundays. I mean, Lord that's knows it. I don't do enough acti- actual activities, you know, but, but yeah, it's just during Why? Why? She's yeah. not racing because the season's over? 
the track yeah, it's over. Yeah, no, no, she went. Yeah, she yeah seven for seven. Yeah, she got her medal, and and that was that. But uh, Mason actually started basketball. The four year old, pretty funny. The lower hoop on Saturday yeah. mornings, running around there. So still busy Saturday mornings. List living the dad life. But um, thank you for that, Corbin Burns. That was pretty funny to do. Nice on, on the live on the live, live yeah. on the pod. We'll have Alan. Yeah, sure. uh, we'll have Alan yeah. Uh, yeah. spin that yeah. one up. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. man. All right, take All right. later, man. Later. later.